I'm testing out this new mic and I'm actually in my mom's bathroom right now and trying to see, okay, is it picking up other sounds around me? In fact, the cat came in here and decided to start eating cat food and I was recording this and figuring out, okay, can we hear his food crunching in the background where he's munching on the dry? And he actually left because he doesn't like to have the door closed completely. These cats have their food in a litter box in here, although they also have food in a litter box in the laundry room. They're kind of confined to being in here because my sister doesn't want my mom's cat, Nicodemus, in particular going out. She apparently doesn't like Harry going out because he's way too affectionate, but she doesn't like Nicodemus coming out because he peed on her shoes one time and she's still very, very ticked off by that. And apparently these must have been very nice snow boots or something, but I think I'd be a little irked by the cat too, although he's been fixed. So I kind of think maybe he was telling my sister something and he was telling my mom something of, hey, look, there's too many people in my space. These people are too noisy. They need to get out. I guess maybe he wanted to communicate a message. He should probably somehow get like some massive poltergeist or something. Maybe cats have that power. I don't know. I do know my ex's cat apparently scared off a ghost that was in their basement one time. And Stormy was a feisty little cat too. He actually was the cat that my ex-husband had. He came into the marriage, but that cat loved me. Here's a Russian Blue, and Russian Blues have a lot of dog-like characteristics, and one of them is their attachment to people. You can also get them to fetch sometimes. But this particular cat was a little toughy. In fact, my ex-husband used to say that if he spoke, this cat Stormy would have been Samuel L. Jackson. That would have been his voice. He'd have probably used a lot of profanity too. In fact, if he tried taking pictures of this cat, he'd give you a look like he was Sean Penn in cat form. And nonetheless, I basically am like, okay, I have a few rants to do. And one rant I'm definitely thinking of is, I don't know if anybody has checked out that TLC show, I Love a Mama's Boy, but I decided, okay, I'm a little intrigued by this because I used to be married to a mama's boy. And mama's boys proliferate in the southeastern United States like you would not believe. Like there are so many people, and in fact, I would say there are definitely some mama's daddy's girls so there's a lot of people who basically have not cut the cord and said, okay, I'm an adult now. I'm going to make adult decisions. Some of these people even have children, believe it or not. And they're still letting parents, relatives, whoever controls stuff in their lives and taking off a number of spouses, mostly wives though. I don't know about husbands. If you hear about it with husbands, it's not nearly as common, but yeah, that totally happens with wives. I even said years ago that if your name is daughter-in-law and you're married in the South, you name may as well be bitch because that is how you will get treated and nine times out of ten the man you're married to is not going to stand up for you he's not going to say you know what you're going to treat my wife with respect you're going to be civil to her you're going to give her the same consideration that you would give any stranger off the street and if you're not going to do that it's time to get out of my life there's not a lot of people who will do this believe it or not and i've even found this experience true in my own experience dealing with my ex-husband seeing friends of mine, my younger sister, my mother, they kind of had the experience of the guy just basically puts his family ahead of them, ahead of a marital relationship, dating relationship, whatever it is, baby mamas, they totally do it. So I was like, okay, TLC, where did you have this show hiding? We needed this 20 years ago, folks. 
So I was watching this show. I saw the first episode. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's definitely trouble. There was this one woman who was trying to horn in on Valentine's Day and saying it's about mothers and sons. And I thought, no, honey, it is not. I read later on this woman is apparently married to someone in real life. And I'm like, where are these husbands in some of these situations? Why aren't they saying to these women, okay, look, our son is grown now. Or if it's the stepkid, your son is grown. You need to give him space. Let him be a man. And I was very hardened to read when I looked in comments on a lot of these Facebook posts about this show and these episodes that the majority of public opinion did not favor the mothers. It was like, okay, you are insecure. You're narcissistic. You're a jerk. You're impeding on your son's lives. That's terrible. And I was also happy to see that quite a few people were ticked off at the sons because yes, it is something to do with the man in that situation, basically not being a man. And it's like, I've got news for you. Even if you're gonna use religion and saying, oh yeah, we love our family and all this, the Bible even says, and this is if of course you follow the Bible, you're a Christian, but it basically says once you get married, it's your wife and your children. That's the family you focus on first. They are number one. If your parents see something like you're being abused or something, like people are beating the crap out of you, or they're just stealing all your money, they're doing something really horrible to you, that's one thing to intervene. But you need to talk to them. You don't need to treat them like they're a little kid and you're going to lock them in their room for time out. It doesn't work that way. And if you think it does work that way, it's like, okay, it's time for the man to man up. You know what I mean? And I didn't even realize my ex-husband was a mama's boy because I'd sort of seen this growing up and my mother had this experience where she was treated by, she was treated like crap by my father's older sisters. He was the baby of the family. He had these big sisters. He had one who I think sort of adopted a quasi-parental role with him. So she basically, I seem, I think believed she was his mother and that it was okay to treat my mother like crap. And his sisters kind of had that similar attitude. I feel like they kind of followed along. So she was really treated as persona non grata around there. And I think that definitely explains us not going to spend a lot of time with them. We didn't do extended holiday gatherings. We still don't do that to this day. Even when they were alive, it was like, okay, they spend their time talking about my mother behind her back, trying to cut her down, and did this in front of me and my sister. And in fact, I will never forget that this, that his oldest sister, who, as I said, kind of had this quasi-parental role over him, actually said to me when I was six years old, I love your cousins more than I love you and your sister. Now my cousins happen to be male. They were the children of my dad's older sister, one of them who was actually close to the youngest. She was like the second youngest. So believe me, when you tell a child that, they hear about this, they remember it the rest of their lives. I still remember that to this day. And honestly, I did not mourn that woman when she died. I was like, okay, I'm not going to the funeral or anything like that. And at the time we were in the middle of sorority recruitments. I'm like, okay, I'm not bothered by it. And she always had a lot of health issues. So she was in the hospital quite a bit. I actually saw her briefly when I was a teenager. I went to the hospital thinking, oh, well, she's gonna be dead and we're not gonna see her again. My mother pointed out, oh, you should go see her and all this. So I did, but I was like, I never really respected her. I didn't have that relationship with her. My sister ended up doing that later on. Apparently she, her first husband and my aunt got along really well. She apparently got cigarettes for my sister's first husband who at the time was 17 years old and the smoking age was 18. So she got him cigarettes a few times. 
and they had this whole little buddy-buddy relationship and she's kind of closer to that side of the family has had relationships with them but I didn't because I feel like first off they didn't really care about my life a lot of them were kind of toxic individuals so I didn't really feel comfortable dealing with them and it's like okay in life family is not who you're born to it's who you choose it really is and I see this from my own experience of living in dysfunction yeah you choose that stuff and you do not have to put up with somebody treating you like crap treating you worse than a total stranger would treat you on the street and when I got married I was like I am not putting up with that I will not marry mama's boy I'm not gonna deal with that because I saw my younger sister even experience that when she was married to her first husband she had some in-laws who were not very kind to her who totally disrespected her I think there's even stuff that happened to this day they weren't even necessarily nicer to her because she had a son with their with their son you know and he passed away kind of early on in their marriage I think they were married for about six months and they were both in their early 20s my sister was 21 years old when her first husband died who was also 21 so there was definitely even now there's some of those relatives that aren't even all that concerned and don't have a relationship with my nephew so these are the things people see these are the things people remember and it really has a corrosive impact so I was watching this show and I saw this stuff and I'm like oh my god these ladies need to get out I think oh my god get out get out get out get out get out and I'm also thinking to then okay you need to get your balls okay get some balls dude be a man I'm just immediately thinking this I'm like you need to step up and you need to say listen ma I'm an adult you need to be treating me as an adult and you need to be respecting that and if you cannot do that step off get out end of story I mean the purpose of raising a kid and making sure that they're functional in all this is that so they can be an adult so that they can fly on their own that they're gonna be able to stand on their own two feet if somebody passes away you don't want your kids to basically lose you when you get old and you die or you end up in a nursing home somewhere you can't talk to them anymore and then they're like what do I do now they're like who's gonna take care of me who's gonna do that stuff it's like you want somebody to be self-sufficient you want them to be independent you want them to be able to make their own choices and all you can do is sort of teach them what's the right thing to do what should you be doing and then when they're an adult you need to let go you really do and horning in on somebody's anniversary celebration trying to upstage someone on their birthday their wedding insisting that you're gonna buy their house on your property and then go dictate to them uh-uh mm -mm. I'm thinking oh my god ladies run run away this is as bad as being with an alcoholic being with a drug addict okay but they're addicted to mommy you don't want that mm -mm. in fact I even told people and it's kind of sad you can't really put this on dating profiles of I want my man to be an orphan I want a guy who's disowned his entire family so I don't have to put up with that I don't ever want to meet your relatives you can't really do that stuff because if you get married to someone or if you're planning to do that it's like okay you're marrying their entire family you can't just say well I just want you and I don't want them you got to make a choice bucko although I would hope if you meet some guy who knows that their family is screwy who knows that their family's making them miserable then maybe they would make that choice and kind of see okay maybe this woman is helping me maybe this is somebody who's making me feel good and maybe I should pick her over these people who are making me feel like crap what do I do I would hope that choice would be simple but when we live with people and we're used to that stuff we kind of don't see the flaws 
it can be very difficult to do that. And I'm telling you this from my real life experience, from seeing relatives, seeing my family, it's really sad that if people don't actually know any better, if they're not looking at it and saying, hey, we don't have to put up with this, they're gonna think they do have to put up with it. They're gonna think it's normal. And it can be very difficult to break those cycles of generational dysfunction. But I was just seeing this show and I read these comments and I thought, oh my God, please, I hope these people get out of these situations. And I saw some people speculate on maybe this was staged for television and I thought, okay, maybe parts of it are staged, but this is not far off from some of real life that I've heard about. For instance, I have a former childhood best friend who went out to lunch one time with her in-laws, with her first husband. And apparently her mother decided, her mother-in-law decided to go sip her drink. Like literally didn't decide to go get her own sweet tea, but decided she's gonna go sip some out of my friend's cup. So I'm like, okay, why are you eating and drinking after somebody who's your in-law, who you don't live with, you're not that close to, why would you do that? Why don't you just go get your own sweet tea, you know? I mean, sweet tea is a popular drink. People love it in the South. I am the rare Southerner who doesn't care for it, but there's so many people who love it. It's their thing. It's like, you can go get your own though. It's not such a rare commodity where it costs millions of dollars for an ounce of it. It's not like the gold flake sundae at serendipity or something, you know? Go get your own. But yeah, I saw this show. I only saw one episode. I wasn't like interested in watching the furthering stories of these people because I thought, oh my God, here's what's gonna happen. Here's the scenario if we're gonna continue following these people. One of a few events may happen. The girl's gonna get, one of them is the girl gets fed up and she leaves and says, hell with all of ya. The dude stands up for his lady and then mommy says, okay, we're cutting you off. You can't live here anymore. She issues some kind of ultimatum. Then the son either caves in or the son says, you know what, I'm sticking to my guns. I'm going elsewhere. The girl goes on some kind of psychotic rampage and murders the mother in cold blood or the mother murders the girl in cold blood because she's sick of being defied and all this stuff. So there's like possible scenarios to be had here and you're thinking this and you're like, okay, I wonder which scenario is gonna happen. Who has some redeemability? Who has hope? And I'm thinking, I just hope so many people are like looking at these dudes and they're looking at it as a cautionary tale of, okay, don't date this man. Let's start up that website. Don't date him girl again if it has no longer existed. Let's go back to that and say, okay, people you don't wanna date. These dudes right here on this show, don't date them. Don't get interested, no. I don't care if you're part of the same ethnicity, the same religious background, doesn't matter. I feel like the big problem with a lot of mothers is nobody's good enough for my baby. That you could be somebody who is drug-free, you could be an upstanding citizen, have a well-paying job, be gorgeous, any of that. There will always be a problem somewhere. Like it'll be, oh, we don't like that your parents are dysfunctional. We don't like that you're an attorney because, oh, you're in a professional job and you'll look down on us. Or we don't like that you're blonde or you're redhead or whatever because, oh, we hear redheads are evil. Oh, we think redheads are ugly. There's a lot of that going on with redheads. So I'm telling you this from my experience. Or let's see, we don't like that you've not given babies and you're child free. That's another one. Or we don't like that you have a bunch of kids from a prior marriage. Or that you had a spouse that died. Even though you had nothing to do with it and maybe your spouse had cancer or they had something horrible happen to them like they were in a car accident but we're gonna blame you for it. 
or hmm what else like oh we don't like that you don't let us push you around because I think some mothers just totally want somebody who's gonna be some automaton robot who lets their son treat them like crap like you won't put up with his physical abuse you won't put up with him calling you a dog or calling you who knows what I feel like people like that are you need to get away from them don't deal with that situation and I feel like it's horribly selfish and I even told my own family and they can be kind of judgy at times on things too I'm like you don't have to like who I go out with you don't have to like who I marry but you will treat them with respect and you will respect my right to pick who I want to be with and you have a right to basically you need to let them be them you don't get to change my significant other you don't get to demand them to be your clone like there was this one woman who was apparently visiting this couple and this show I love a mama's boy and she apparently had a thing of oh if she saw junk food or unhealthy food she would have a conniption fit and freak out and all this and it's like okay how do you know the girl doesn't eat that and why are you interfering in the girl's diet why are you basically telling your son that he has he doesn't have to exercise any self-control that he can't be in an environment with some girl who's choosing to eat what she wants to eat and might like unhealthy food you know that's ridiculous I feel like don't interfere in my diet don't interfere in certain things I would get real pissed off if it was me I'd be like nah mm -mm. especially in your own house that you're paying rent for and you're buying the groceries for uh-uh that's even further of a no-no it reminded me of my ex-husband talking about his mother apparently going with one of his former girlfriends to his cousin's house and them choosing to clean her room without asking her or even offering to do it or her saying anything of oh would you clean my room oh my room's so messy they did none of that apparently they just went decided to clean her room without asking went through her stuff did all this I'm like what is wrong with you why would you do that how about clean your own house clean your own room go deal with your stuff don't impose your methods on somebody else who neither asked for it who's not paying you for it don't do it end of story it's a violation it is invasion of privacy it is boundary breaking it's all kinds of stuff but you don't do it I feel an adult has a right to do their things as they choose to do them and if you're not their parents and they're not a little kid yeah you don't get to do that and he didn't even say anything about she was a hoarder and had a bunch of food or there were roaches and stuff everywhere it wasn't even one of those situations and I know that his mother was very nosy and tried to peep into stuff asked about our finances financial stuff and I'm like she doesn't need to know that that's not her business she's not handling our finances she's not earning any money towards it she's not paying for that nobody's asked her to do it so she needs to butt out I don't care whether she could have been an accountant or wanted to be an accountant that's none of your business there's just certain lines I feel that when you're an adult your parents don't need to be crossing and you know I think after you get to be about oh, 18 years old they don't have a right to do it when you're in college no don't be buttoned into your parent your kids private lives don't be telling them who to go out with don't be telling them oh you've got to abide by our dietary restrictions you have to abide by our religion you have to abide by X Y and Z that's really crappy in my opinion I think that's something of you get to make those choices yourself you get to decide that stuff and I felt like oh my god these people are real-life Vinton Harper if any of you saw that show mama's family from the 80s if you haven't I highly suggest you see it because this is pretty much where I love a mama's boy ends up is you're gonna end up like Vinton Naomi Harper in mama's family 
and you as the woman, you're gonna end up like Naomi Harper, where basically you're getting called a harlot every day or whatever it is that this mother is gonna trash about you, and then you're gonna have to tell her off too. So they may not even, and the mother may not even love you enough to where she'll defend you from outsiders. That may not even happen. But I just remember, oh man, I'm just like, oh my God, please get out of there. And I was like, I can't watch more of this show because just as I thought, yes, this is like real life that I've seen. I have heard about some of this. I'm like, there's no way I would put up with it. In fact, that's partially why I'm divorced now is I wasn't going to deal with a man who was going to side with his family over me. I just was not going to work. If you're married to somebody, it's supposed to be your spouse. If you're not willing to do it, don't marry them. Don't have kids with them. And certainly don't let your in-laws, don't let people bash the other parent to that child. That is so wrong right there. I don't care what they're doing. I say kids are old enough and kids are smart enough. You need to let them kind of observe that for themselves. They can figure it out. When I was seven years old, eight years old, I saw the crap going on. I didn't need anybody to spell it out for me. I didn't need anybody to say to me, oh, your parents are this, your parents are that. I could see it. There was no reason to tell me anything. I was just seeing it. It was there. You couldn't hide it. And I was a very smart kid too. So at seven years old, I actually told my mom she should get a divorce because of my father's alcoholism and all the stuff going on there and what he was doing basically embarrassing all of us. I felt like for years it was a conspiracy to make our lives a living hell. Unfortunately, my family didn't try to tell me about who to date or try to set me up or any of that stuff. I'm like, you don't want to get involved. You're probably not going to pick the person that I'd want to be involved with. So there's that. And if I'm going to make mistakes, let me make my own mistakes. So it's kind of how that's kind of how it stands with my family and kind of how that's been. And so far, at least, they've been respectful of those choices. They can, I don't care what they want to say about whoever, but it's like, yeah, you didn't get to make that choice. You have no right to that choice. That's my choice. I'm the one who's got to live with them. I'm the one that's got to deal with that. You don't. And you're not. So why are you commenting? But yeah, let me assure you that it is a bad idea to get involved with a mama's boy, daddy's girl. I'm sure even in even in homosexual relationships, trans relationships, I'm sure some of this goes on too. I have no idea of that experience because that's not what I've lived, but I'm sure somebody's got that story. I'd be interested to hear that story too, actually, of maybe after people have come out of the closet, maybe their families approved, maybe they didn't approve of, like, of that stuff. But you have to wonder of, okay, if their family didn't approve, are they still kind of using that to cudgel the other person? Are they kind of getting that blame and hatred towards that person? Because it's like, oh, you made my baby gay? And it's like, okay, your baby was probably already gay before I got there. So they didn't get gay because of you. So I kind of have to wonder about that too and how that plays out. I don't know anybody who's lived it, but if I had, I'd be like, oh my God, don't put up with this. It's a nightmare. You want to deal with somebody who's an adult and acts like an adult and recognizes that they're an adult, not that they're a little kid. 